encouragement and resources on parenting, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. K-A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Welcome to this week's episode of We Sing Our Faith. Today I am coming to you from Bossier City, Louisiana. So I want to start the program by inviting anyone who's in that wonderful area of East Texas, or if you are in the area of Bossier City, Louisiana, I'm inviting you this week. Um, I'm at all of the masses this weekend as we celebrate the fifth Sunday of Lent. And then we are having a beautiful parish mission based on Savior and Sustenance at Mary Queen of Peace Catholic Church. And that's going to be Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday this week. We begin at 6 o'clock with the soup supper and then go right into the church for the both evenings of reflection. And then on Wednesday, the beauty of the gift of the Sacrament of Reconciliation at the end of that presentation, we have that great sacrament. So it's going to be an amazing week here in Bossier City. And uh, I just want to make sure everyone is invited. So uh, the address is at 7738 Barksdale Boulevard in Bossier City. This weekend, as we as we have the powerful, powerful readings during this fifth Sunday of Lent, I want to start by reading the paragraph from Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, O my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them and bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and have you rise from them. O my people, I will put my spirit in you that you may live and I will settle you upon the land. Thus you shall know that I am the Lord. I have promised it and I will do it, says the Lord." That's that reading, you know, that promise that was foretold of being raised from the grave and literally being freed from the darkness of sin. And so I want to begin the program with a powerful song from Adam Yubowski. You know him and his wife, Lori, is out of darkness. And it's simply entitled, Free Me. Free me. Um, let's listen to this powerful lyric and beautiful melody, and we're going to come right back. Out of the depths I call to you, Lord, hear my wounded cry. Take this pain as my offering. I'll continue to fight In the dark and despair of this empty world Fill my heart again Hear me, heal me Create in me again A clean heart, a clean start I need your healing hands that free me. Out of the depths I plead with you, Lord. 
hear the sound of my prayer. My soul waits for you and is thirsty for more. This burden seems too great to bear. Answer my plea for my spirit fades. Hide not your face from me. Lord, hear me. Heal me. Create. darkness of the things in our life. And um, sometimes those things that are happening around us that feel so dark, that feel so heavy, we almost wonder, like, how are we going to get through them? Um, today, I'm going to ask you for a very, very special prayer as well. My father-in-law is now in hospice, Don Carrick, and he's in Michigan. And as I'm here with you all, um, you know, praying through this time of Lent, um, and with the folks here in Bossier, we are praying for family back in Michigan as they are ga- gathering with dad. Um, and then next week, most likely, I will be there as well. Um, and it's that, that time of, of waiting. Can you imagine what it must have felt like for Martha when Lazarus had passed and, and Jesus came? And we're gonna, we're gonna hear that reading this weekend as the gospel of Lazarus being raised from the dead. But in that time of waiting, in that time of waiting when Martha waited for Jesus to come, as Lazarus really, I mean, must have waited 
um, that soul waiting to go to heaven after he had died and he's laid in the tomb. There's that period of waiting. And we wait for different aspects of life. We wait because of illness. We wait because of diagnosis. We wait because of, you know, things that we have maybe caused a brokenness in a relationship and we're, we're praying that it can be resolved. And we wait to see what God is going to do to bring good out of the darkness. And, um, you know, that's going to actually take us to our next song today. Um, the song that I wrote many years ago when I was in that period of illness with lung cancer and waiting, um, all of the waiting that happens when there are major life things happening. But how do we wait? Do we wait in expectation of God's grace and goodness? Do we wait because we are in a time of darkness and we're wondering how we're going to get out of it? Um, so from me, your host, Julie Carrick, In the Waiting. Oh 
You know, I know for so many people, um, those times of of loss, you know, as we hear in that first reading, when God promises, you know, I, my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them. And then we go to this powerful reading, you know, that we're going to have in the gospel this, this weekend. And, and again, I want to share the gospel. This is from John chapter 11. You know, now a man was ill, Lazarus from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who had anointed the Lord with perfumed oil and dried his feet with her hair. It was her brother Lazarus who was ill. So the sisters sent word to him, saying, Master, the one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, This illness is not to end in death, but is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, so when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, Let us go back to Judea. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just trying to stone you, and you want to go back there? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in a day? If one walks during the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of the world. But if one walks at night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. He said this, and then told them, Our friend Lazarus is asleep, but I am going to wake him. So the disciples said to him, Master, if he is asleep, he will be saved. But Jesus was talking about his death, while they thought he meant ordinary sleep. So then Jesus said to them clearly, Lazarus has died, and I am glad for you that I was not there, that you may believe. Let us go to him. So Thomas, called Didymus, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go to die with him. Now the rest of the story continues as we know. Jesus arrives, he goes to the tomb, Martha's concerned because he's been dead for a number of days, and, and she says, Lord, there'll be a stench. And, and what does he do? He walks over to the grave and he, he has him you know, open the, the tomb and he says, Lazarus, come out. He comes out bound as he would be in the grave and he says, untie him and let him go free free him from the bonds of death, right? Oh my goodness. This is going to take us to our next song today. Tori Harris Gray, an amazing artist and friend in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and her beautiful song, Overcome the Grave, is where we're going to go next. Let's listen to Tori, and we're going to come back and hear the rest of the reading. And 
Thank you, Tori. What a powerful, powerful song. And now I want to continue. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, only about two miles away, and many of the Jews who had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary sat at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise. Martha said to him, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. The power of this reading ties together so beautifully, especially the the beauty of the Eucharist, right? Because when he says, you know, whoever believes in me, even though he die, will live. And we go back to that Eucharistic discourse that he said in Capernaum, when he said, I am the bread of life. And unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. You know, all throughout scripture, we are constantly being invited back to the realization that our resurrection from the dead someday will come, having been in the most intimate union with Jesus Christ. And that's going to take us to our next song today. I love the rendition that Jamie Teton has done of this beautiful liturgical song, I Am the Bread of Life. You know, this is one of those songs that I am going to have sung at my own funeral someday, and probably within the next couple of weeks as we prepare for the funeral for my father-in-law. I will probably sing this at his funeral. It's a perfect song to remind us that death does not have the final word, that Christ Jesus, his suffering and death and resurrection, opening wide the doors of heaven for us. But while we remain here on this earth waiting to go home, we have his presence in the Eucharist. We have the beauty of who he is in the Eucharist. And on the last day, he will raise us up, each and every one of us. So now, from Jamie Teton, her beautiful rendition, I am the bread of life. Shall live forever 
this last part of the gospel. Um, When Martha had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, secretly saying, The teacher is asking for you. As soon as she heard this, she rose quickly and went to him, for Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still where Martha had met him. So when the Jews who were with her in the house comforting her saw Mary get up quickly and go out, they followed her, presuming that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her weeping, he became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so this man would not have died? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay across it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, came to him and said, Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me, but because of the crowd here I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to them, Untie him and let him go. Now many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seen what he had done began to believe in him. They had faith because what they had seen. They had faith because they literally saw him raise a dead man to life. Do we have that faith? Do we have that incredible faith in Jesus Christ that no matter what we are going through in our life, we know that we can place it into his hands? 
Well, this is going to take us to our next song today. This is from one of the OCP artists, Sarah Hart, and the beauty of her song, I Will Have Faith in You. In the times of our life when things are going well, we have faith. In times when we struggle, there is faith. In times when we are crying out in sadness because we are losing a loved one, faith. Times when we have walked away from God, do we wonder, does he really forgive? Faith. I will have faith in you. Let's take a few moments now as Sarah sings this for us.
Thank you, Sarah. I love the beauty that we just heard in that song, that when we have faith, it is amazing how God just gives us a sense and a purpose and a a meaningful something that is happening when we are going through the struggles of life. I mean, right now, I'm, I've watched with just amazement when a few weeks ago, my husband had just the desire to go for a visit back home in Michigan. And while he was there, how our Lord just used him and his sister to be that presence um, for my father-in-law, Don. And, uh, and Kurt was with him, my husband Kurt was with him when he went to the hospital and they had the diagnosis of the esophageal cancer. And, um, and then to watch them journey where he knew the best thing that he could do for dad was to make sure that he had had that opportunity of reconciliation and the anointing of the sick. And of course, to receive our Lord in the Eucharist at mass, they were all there together. And just the, the powerful presence of our Lord, you know, so many times the graves that we are overcoming in this world are brought on by ourself and keeping ourselves away from the Lord. So if you are hearing this program today, wherever you're at, if it's been a while since you've been to mass, if it's been a while since you've been to reconciliation, this fifth Sunday of Lent gives us such a powerful reminder of the love of Jesus Christ, that he wants to release us from the bondage of our sin. He wants to release us from the bondage of those things that we have maybe done in our life that are keeping us from that life of grace that he wants to pour into each and every one of us. Um, there is so much that he has planned for us for eternity. But while we are still north of the daisies, but south of heaven, we need to take the opportunities of these beautiful sacraments. And Lent offers us this opportunity to quiet down, to find that time of peace, to realize that what God has prepared for us is more important than anything that we think is important this side of heaven. So wherever you are listening today, please go to the Catholic Church near you. Make an appointment with the, with the pastor, with the priest who is there. Do a beautiful confession. Bring that to the Lord and be freed from that bondage. Um, it is an amazing gift of grace that God has offered each and every one of us. And this is making me think of that phrase, it will be worth it all. You know, someday when we are with him in heaven, anything that we have experienced on this earth in suffering, when we have lived our life well for the Lord, it will be worth it all when we are with him in heaven. And I want to go to the song, It Will Be Worth It All Now, with Connie Salazar. I think it's one of my favorite um, renditions of this song. And, and again, Connie is such an incredibly beautiful woman of faith. And the way that she approaches this, I know you're going to love, I know you're going to love this song. Let, let's take a few moments now as Connie Salazar sings for us. It will be worth it all. It will be worth it all someday. It will have been worth it to go the straight and narrow. 
strong embrace It will be worth it all someday These present troubles don't compare To all the glory our God He has prepared When we finally see His face And feel His strong grace It will be worth it all that day I can hear the angels say Oh, 
If you've just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith, I am your host, Julie Carrick, Catholic recording artist, mission presenter, and author. It is always such a privilege to spend this hour with you each and every week, sharing the music and the ministry and the heart of so many of today's Catholic recording artists. For information about each and every one of us, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org. That's the site. The toll-free number is 1-888-880-6874. And we are here to connect you. And again, if you are listening in the area of East Texas or in Bossier City, Louisiana, I'm inviting everyone out this coming week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, for the Savior and Sustenance Lenten Mission that I'll be presenting there, Mary Queen of Peace Catholic Church, and that is located at 7738 Barksdale Boulevard in Bossier City, Louisiana. I hope everyone will have an opportunity to come out. The first two days are really powerful teachings throughout these beautiful aspects of what it means to live a Eucharistic life. And in this time of the Eucharistic revival, how perfectly timed this mission is. And then on the third day of the mission on Wednesday, and each evening, of course, begins at six o'clock, there's going to be the beauty of the Sacrament of Reconciliation you know, being freed of any of this darkness of sin that anyone has been dealing with in their life, the beautiful presentation that night, and then, of course, the evening will continue with that beautiful um, sacrament of reconciliation, of healing and forgiveness. Now, as we continue into the last few songs today, I want to go to my song, Mercy. And I really feel like mercy fits so well in this coming weekend's readings, you know, um, this, you know, this weekend, as we hear the powerful one from Ezekiel, oh, my people, I will have you rise from your graves. And, and when we hear the powerful reading of the gospel of Lazarus being raised from the grave, and then, of course, the, the beauty of the psalm. And this beautiful, beautiful psalm is Psalm 130. With the Lord, there is mercy and fullness of redemption. And uh, I want to I want to sing the song Mercy. Listen to the words of this song, and we're going to come back. And I want to share the the beautiful passage from Psalm one thirty with us. But for me, your host for now, Mercy. Fall into the ocean of my mercy. The waves will. Live you as you fall. Dive into the river of redemption. Let the running waters carry 
Jump on YouTube and look at Julie Carrick, Mercy. Um, the beautiful images that were done in the music video of this song is the reminder that from our baptism, we are filled with that healing grace of forgiveness as we are released of original sin. And then in the beauty of the sacrament of reconciliation, we are restored in that beautiful redemptive mercy that God offers each and every one of us. And with that in mind, here are the here are the the beautiful passage from Psalm 130. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my voice in supplication. If you, O Lord, mark our iniquities, Lord, who could stand? But with you is forgiveness that you may be revered. I trust in the Lord. My soul trusts in his word. More than sentinels wait for the dawn. Let Israel wait for the Lord. For with the Lord is kindness, and with him is plenteous redemption. And he will redeem Israel from all their iniquities. With the Lord there is mercy and fullness of redemption. You know, it's the most amazing thing, the way that our church fathers have brought us the beauty of the various seasons of our of our faith. You know, we begin the liturgical season, of course, with Advent. Then we move into Christmas, and we have that beautiful season where we see the Redeemer, Christ our Savior, born. Then we have those couple of weeks of ordinary time which, as you know, I always say there's nothing ordinary within the beauty of the Catholic faith. It is extraordinary because we live our life with Christ in every single one of the sacraments and the beauty of the reception of him in the Eucharist. 
And then, of course, we move into this time that we're in now, which is Lent, this time to slow down and to to hear him speak into our hearts the beauty that he is offering us in forgiveness, the beauty that he is offering us in the sacramental life, that when we fail, we come to him and we seek that mercy and, and we realize the fullness of that redemption that he is offering us. It's the most amazing thing because we are freed from sin. So we go before we go to our final song today, I want to share with you the second reading that we're going to hear this weekend. And this is from Paul's letter to the Romans in chapter 8, verses 8 through 11. Brothers and sisters, those who are in the flesh cannot please God, but you are not in the flesh. On the contrary, you are in the Spirit if only the Spirit of God dwells in you. Whoever does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is alive because of righteousness. If the Spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, the one who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his Spirit dwelling in you. And as I said, from the moment we are baptized, we have that indwelling of the Holy Spirit. We have the beautiful mercy of God that is promised us and fulfilled in the life of Jesus Christ, his son who came to us. So we have no reason to be anxious. We know that in that moment of death, we watch our, our loved ones suffer a bit. And right now I'm praying for my father-in-law as he is in his final days and uh, as I go to be with the family next week, I know that we are, we're going to shed a few tears, but we do not have any reason to be anxious for him. We know that he is loved by God, as each and every one of us is loved. And this is going to bring us to our final song today. And this is from Jamie Teton. It's simply entitled, Anxious Heart. Anxious heart, wait on the Lord. Be still and know that He is God. Oh, anxious heart, when the wind and waves come against your faith, don't be afraid. For even the mighty tempest, when you speak, must obey, oh anxious heart. Oh anxious heart, wait on the Lord. From sorrow's night the dawn will come, oh anxious heart, till the shadow to your faith Don't be afraid For He will come and safely lead you to that quiet place Oh anxious heart i 
perfect reminder that we needn't be anxious. We live in the grace and the mercy and the fullness of redemption in Jesus Christ. We know that we are loved by him above all. And we know that on that final day, we too, after we have taken our final breath, will be raised to new life in him who loves us so much. Thank you for taking this time with me today and each and every week. Now, until next week, May God bless you and keep you. Your connection to our treasured Catholic faith all day, every day. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Are you looking for a place to get your work done? WorkSuites provides full-service offices, meeting rooms, and co-working spaces for professionals seeking privacy and productivity. The suites come furnished, wired, and move-in ready. WorkSuites is a new sponsor of KATH 910 AM and is owned by Flip Howard from St. Thomas Aquinas Parish in Dallas. Flip invites you to call 888-312-WORK or visit WorkSuites.com to see if WorkSuites fits your business needs. That's WorkSuites.com. This is Father Donald Calloway, inviting men 16 and older to the 12th annual North Texas Catholic Men's Conference. Join me and other men on Saturday, April 22nd at St. Francis of Assisi Catholic Church in Frisco. We'll pray and talk about ways for men to grow deeper in their faith. God bless you this Lent and trust in the Lord to invite friends and attend. Visit CatholicBrothersForChrist.com for details and to register. Hello, it's Todd Sluter, licensed professional counselor with Epiphany Counseling and sponsor of GRN. I've been blessed to work with many individuals, couples, teens, and families in our diocese, incorporating counseling principles with authentic Catholic values. God wants you to have a greater sense of joy and purpose. If you or someone you know are struggling to find purpose, stuck moving forward with goals in life, or a relationship is not working, you may need to seek a counselor to help regain hope and healing. You may get in touch with me at 469-556-8336. Hey guys, I'm Matthew Leonard, founder of The Science of Sainthood. I'm one of the speakers at the North Texas Catholic Men's Conference at St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Frisco. It's happening Saturday, April 22nd, and we'll be talking about the life-changing power of the Eucharist. So join me, Father Donald Calloway, Dr. David Anders, musician Dave Moore, and hundreds of Catholic brothers for an event that can literally transform your life. It's going to be awesome. Register today at catholicbrothersforchrist.com. Victory Investment Strategies is a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. They pray for continued blessings on all who make Catholic Radio possible in North Texas. The unique programming is vital to our daily lives. Victory Investment Strategies is a full-service investment firm owned by Joel and Elizabeth Victory, members of St. Patrick Cathedral in Fort Worth. They offer a variety of products and will customize a plan to fit your individual needs. 866-810-6800. 866-810-6800. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. K-A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.